All of us have made poor choices, but how can you learn to let go of the shame that you feel and to forgive yourself? And today we'll talk about how you can do that if you've experienced infidelity in your marriage. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead the Focus on the Family Marriage Department. And Greg, um, sometimes it can be difficult, if not seemingly impossible, to forgive ourselves for bad choices we've made. Absolutely. I experienced this. I've shared this before. As a matter of fact, even in the show notes, we'll put a little link to the video of me kind of telling the story about um, how earlier on in my life, my early 20s, that that a, a girlfriend and I made a choice to abort mm-hmm. uh, pregnancy. And and you talk about shame. You talk about getting locked and just stuck in this prison of shame that lasted for years for me. And w- what that does then within a relationship is the, the more that I'm experiencing shame, buying into that, seeing this poor choice, horrible choice that, that I made, um, reflected who I really was. It just spiraled me into such a deep, dark depression. And so when we're in that place, it, we, we can't see beyond that. I, w- I was so aware of my own pain mm. and my own shame that it was very difficult for me to even come alongside other people and empathize maybe with what they were going through because I was so consumed and, and overwhelmed by what I was going through. So you add now that sort of shame from infidelity within a marriage. So as I stay locked into that sort of shame inside my marriage, I, I, I can't go to a place of compassion and empathy for my spouse because I'm just consumed with that. And that's why it's so important to to deal with that. Go to see an individual counselor, really go and deal with that uh, with an individual Christian counselor who can really help you work mm-hmm. through the truth about who you are, the lies that Satan wants to convince you of and how that's going to lock you into that shame versus dealing with that, learning how do I first and foremost forgive myself. All that's a journey and a process that a good Christian counselor can help you with. You're never going to get any sort of healing within the marriage relationship if I'm stuck in that shame because you won't ever be able to see beyond that. Well, we're going to turn now to a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly had with Tiffany and Rick Bullman. Tiffany shares here how she learned to forgive herself after her affair. You describe in the book uh, this thought of stop kissing shame. Yes. Okay, describe that. Well, I struggled with shame, boy, for a while in the beginning. It was hard to go to the grocery store, to my kids' baseball games, or I mean, anything. I couldn't look people in the eye. I felt like everyone knew about this horrible thing that I did. The and scarlet letter. Yes, yeah. yes. And finally, my uh, my counselor said, you need to stop kissing shame. It's like kissing a rattlesnake, and you're going to mm. get bit every time. Wow. Mm. That's a potent statement, yes. really. Yes. Let me ask you again, because you write about it and you mentioned mm-hmm. it, Rick, um, with your kids, yeah, um, managing that, helping them. I mean, now they got to step back and say, wow, God's powerful. Yes. 
he saved my mom and dad's marriage. Mm -hmm. And is that how they're looking at it now? And how's your relationship, Tiffany? That's very personal, but it is so insightful. And what a great example for your kids, actually. It is how they look at it now. Um, And that chapter in the book that they wrote, they all wrote a portion of what it was like for them to be told and how they've gone through healing and how our relationship has been built. And Mm. that, that was the hardest chapter for me to read because... When you are living in sin like that, you just don't take into account all of the people that you're hurting, all of the ripples, you know. And um, I really hurt my kids, and that was something that they had to get healing from. And And you too. And me too, yeah. Yeah. But we reread the book. We each reread it before we came here. And I read that. that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I reread that chapter, and then I text all of them, and I just I thanked them for forgiving me, and I told them that I was proud of them that they that they wrote it um, because they didn't have to, but they did, and they all text me back that they loved me and that they were excited for us, that we had this opportunity and that they were proud of me. Mm. You you got me crying now. Thank you. (laughs) When you look at that, I mean, this is a broad, kind of broad observation, but when you look at sin Mm -hmm. and then how, you know, we try to rectify how God uses all things for good, Mm -hmm. really. And you're sitting in it that night going, "Uh uh-uh. Can't happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing good can happen mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. And now you're on the backside of it with all the lessons learned and your right. kids doing well and mm-hmm. forgiveness coming towards you and what they truly have learned out of this, what you, both of you have learned out of this. It is quite awesome yeah. when it's dealt with in a godly way. It is. Like when you can pick up the pieces. And say, okay, we're going to follow the Lord in this. Mm-hmm. Man, that's true of every area of our life. It doesn't have to be infidelity. It's any kind of thing that works against the Spirit of the Lord. Erin, it's so powerful to hear Tiffany's story about how her kids forgave her. And I wonder if you've ever seen that, where there's been kind of some restoration after the shame of an affair. It honestly, John, is one of my most favorite moments in a counseling process and journey when there's forgiveness and hearts are softening and opening and there's restoration post-infidelity. It's beautiful Mm -hmm. when that happens because hearts reconnect after they've been so hurt and so traumatized and so devastated. So the amazing thing as couples do that you know they're they're open and honest with each other where that's what was missing before and the level of connection is just amazing um the depth of connection and of course i always say that can't come too soon 
Um, you can't rush to that place. Right. A lot of couples find out about an affair and they're like, oh, I want my marriage, so therefore I can't hurt over what's happened. And so it's a journey. They say the average couple spends, you know, between a year and a year and a half processing um, the infidelity and sometimes longer, hmm. up to, you know, three, four years. And so it's just recognizing we're establishing a whole new system. And when hearts begin to soften and that forgiveness and restoration begins, um, you know, we're off to creating something new that actually works. And I think there's just so many powerful things that they're now doing that'll help them, you know, for the next 40, 50, 60 years of their marriage. Like Aaron said, they're, they've learned how to let's have honest, open communication. Let's stop with the secrets. And that's really what they've wanted all along, right? Hmm. is open, honest conversation. And and so once they experience it, they're like, that's what we've wanted. Hmm. Yeah. They've they've sought professional help, lots of them. And that's always a good thing. There's a humility there. There's an understanding that, boy, along the rest of our journey together, there's going to be seasons where we need to get help, and they've had a good experience. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. They've probably cultivated a support system. So beyond that counselor, they've had friends, family praying for them, rooting, cheering Mm -hmm. on for their relationship. And, And there's a beauty in that relationship with others who who help us in these dark, you know, horrible moments within our marriage, these become lifelong friends. And and so all these good things, these habits that they've created is going to help them get the marriage that they've always wanted. Well, it may be that um, you've gone through this kind of a thing and uh, that you resonate with Tiffany and Rick. Uh, get a copy of their book, Mended, One Couple's Journey from Betrayal to Imperfect Beauty. Uh, We're going to link over to it in the show notes. We're making it available for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, It's really um, quite a riveting read. And again, uh, it's called Mended, One Couple's Journey from Betrayal to Imperfect Beauty. And if you're in the middle of a difficult season or you know a couple who is, uh, we're going to link over to our Hope Restored Marriage Intensive Programs. Uh, We've seen God rescue so many marriages from the brink of divorce, and uh, we currently have locations in Missouri, Michigan, Georgia, and Texas. We'd be happy to tell you more. Uh, Look for the link in the show notes or give us a call. Next time, we'll hear from Rick Bullman as he shares his perspective of the restoration journey with Tiffany. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.